Professor Bryn Brown's research shows that vulnerability fosters good emotional and mental health. It is a sign of courage. We become more resilient and brave when we embrace who we truly are and what we are feeling. The Vulnerable Scientist Podcast is a space for scientists to tell their honest and authentic stories. I am your host, Saranya Kerry, who happens to be a scientist, informal science communicator, and I help scientists create personal websites. If you want to support this show, go to www.patreon.com slash thevulnerablescientist. You can also follow this podcast on all social media platforms at tvscientistpod. Do you want to talk about the other challenges, if there's any, before we go to the other highs? Uh, challenges, you know, this this cha- apart from this career transition challenges, uh, during your uh, research also, like day-to-day life, you know, scientists, uh, they, there are many challenges. I mean, not all the experiments will succeed. Mm. And... You know, you'll, uh, you'll you'll be stuck somewhere, and uh, you are you are heading one direction, but your results are suggesting something a different direction. Then you have to take a call whether you know I need to pursue the uh, left left side or right side. Or I have to head uh, forward or backward. So those decisions also uh, sometimes you know challenging and. Um, because not all the directions that your experiment data is suggesting different directions, those might not, not be all the right directions. There may be a couple of you know, right directions which will uh, lead to your successful uh, completion of your program. So those challenges are always there in every scientist's life. And, mm. and I think I say like not as a loss for those mm. things, but I say challenges because that's a part of research yeah yeah otherwise that won't be research if it is mm-hmm. something definitely thing they definitely research that's not a research then right mm-hmm. so that's that's interesting and that's what i like it uh what are the good things that you've experienced throughout your journey that you had you have not mentioned before so highs um i'll say like high points of career uh I think best best thing that happened uh, with me during this whole career journey was whether it is you know transitioning from you know academia to industry or industry to academia or you know having a different geographic locations. It is meeting the nicest people. I had opportunity to meet some of the nicest people. Mm-hmm. And very kind people and unknown kind people, you know, who mm-hmm. came forward and helped and extended their helping hand from mm-hmm. time to time. Mm-hmm. That kindness, that generosity, I mean, that cherish, I, I cherish that a lot. And uh, and of course, in, in career, you know, when you get to your first publication out mm-hmm. from your PhD research, mm-hmm. that is something exciting. I cannot uh, forget that moment. When I, you know, when I uh, saw the acceptance of my first publication from my PhD research, mm. uh, that was always great. Uh, but at the same time, uh, challenges are like when when you hear uh, top criticism from the peer reviewer, right? But if you want to put it that way, 
and uh, you know you're putting your head together how to answer these questions from the peer reviewers and you know what experiments you need to do some experiments you can do some you cannot do because you don't have resources or funding or you know for any other reasons mm -hmm. so that time it is always challenging then but mm -hmm. you know having those publications that was uh, that was something uh, uh, you know memorable moment uh, in life and um, yeah i think other other than that i already uh, mentioned other other highs and lows when i was describing my journey mm. okay is there anything that you do that is not science like hobbies anything that is not related to your career <laughs> uh yes i do because you know one one thing is that i like to talk to science i talk about science to mm. them and I like to explain about science to laypersons. Um, I enjoy that. So whenever I get an opportunity, I, you know, I, I talk to high school students in nearby schools about science and excite them. You know, you will not believe in one of the high schools uh, I visited virtually during this pandemic, mm. uh, the feedback I got that uh, this was the feedback from students. I I never imagined that scientists can be so so funny, <laughs> 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 you know. And that's not like I wanted to uh, convey that message. I mean, scientists are not always boring, <laughs> and funny. right. And science can be fun, and scientists can be funny too. I mean, that, that's okay. It's uh, and so and 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 when another another student said that. I never thought that, you know, scientist does so much uh, impact on the society, mm. you know? So, you know, you see, that is the seed where you see next generation of scientists coming. When they see the impact scientists are making on society, mm. you know, that's a big thing. And we have experienced this during this last pandemic or this mm. ongoing pandemic, how science has influenced human health. Mm. You know, the availability of vaccines and uh, various medicines, mm. you know, how we can control, how we could control this pandemic in a relatively short time, right? Mm -hmm. So that impact when uh, new generation sees, they really see value in it. Um, and <laughs> another experience I was, uh, you know, I, I'd like to share. Mm. I was uh, traveling um, and I was flying from one, uh, to to my some work and mm. I was working on my laptop in the flight and uh, one of the lady um, old lady was sitting um, beside me and as my co-passenger we had very nice discussions and um, we you know we exchanged some uh, nice discussions earlier and when I was started working uh, I was working on my some of the you know, presentation and uh, it was uh, one of the I had recorded uh, during my PhD research. Uh, mm. There was a recording of the how the cancer cells move around, you know, and mm. how with the drugs we can stop their movement so they do not spread from one organ to another organ mm. in the body. Mm. So I, I asked her, "Have you seen uh, cancer cells any time?" Like mm -hmm. yeah, she said, "No, I didn't." Mm. So I said, "Like, do you want to see how cancer cells?" 
uh, look like? Hmm. She said, yes. Then I, sh I showed that, uh, that clip to her uh, from my, my research, uh, PhD hmm. research. Hmm. Uh, and when I, when I showed her, this is how they were, can uh, you know, cancer cells move. And if we treat these cancer cells with the drugs, this is how the drug stops the cancer cells and leads to the cancer cell death. Mm -hmm. I see, I could see in her eyes how, you know, how appreciative she was. Mm. And I said, you know, this is how science makes an impact on people's life. Mm. She said, I knew, I could never imagine that. And I, I have never seen a real scientist in my life. Mm -hmm. You know, she, <laughs> and she, she was so excited. And her, you know, her feedback that and I think the feedback from the students that really starts starts uh, started me thinking that you know, sometimes we scientists are um, isolated. I think sorry, off. sorry. I think you yeah. moved away from the mic. Uh, no, I'm there. Well, you're still in the same position. I can hear you, but uh, okay, if, if it feels like you're far away. <laughs> oh, really? I don't know Okay, let me just see. for a moment you switched. I don't know. Anyway, it's okay. Sorry. Can you can you hear me now? Yes, I can hear oh, you. No. You're saying the okay. feedback from the student and there's something you're saying. Yes, student uh, feedback from students and um, you know non-science people, uh, such such feedbacks that really starts me thinking. Like we scientists sometimes we live in our own world because mm -hmm. you know we are so focused on solving scientific problems. But at the same time, we also need to reach out to common public and mm. share the what science can make impact or is making impact on mm. on their livelihood, like day to day life. Yeah. Right. So, you know that that's interesting. So that's why like I also like the um, public uh, science communication and uh, mentoring is another part. Uh, to your question, like what I do other than science is uh, mentoring. I, I like that, mm. and uh, I also I also involved in some of the you know some some work like wherever is needed. I am associated with some NGOs, so whenever is needed, I I step up the voluntary. I like reading. Other than that, mm. <laughs> you know, I uh, although reading physical books may not be sometimes um, maybe sometimes challenging. Uh, because of time, so I use the audio audio books. Mm. Oh, okay, that's interesting. Wait, which books do you read? <laughs> uh, so my my choice of books is uh, is varied choice. Like uh, not only science books. Uh, I definitely recently um, okay, not only science book. But also different topics like social issues or um, you know economics or any anything like I'm I'm pretty much open to listen to hear some new aspects new thoughts uh, because you know I see the interconnectedness between everything which impacts the human life or even per se this impact on the uh, nature or environment everything is interconnected. Mm. And so unless we understand all those dots and the interconnectedness, we, have, we won't be able to see a clear big picture. So in my, in my view, that's why like, I'm, I'm pretty much open 
Um, some of the books I liked recently, uh, one of the books is Sapiens. Uh, I know probably I was late in the game because that book uh, came, came, a, uh, came a while, but I, I like that book, the way mm. of uh, put the theory of human evolution, that was fantastic, a story. Um, I like that. And also, if you ask me about the science, uh, there was a book on cancer because my uh, research was on cancer. Mm. The book's name is Emperor of Melody by Siddharth Mukherjee. Mm. And that was a fantastic read. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Mm. Um, okay. there, there are many books like social businesses and uh, you know all, all other stuff. So I, I, I like different uh, different topics. Okay, which, uh, sorry, I have to ask this, which, uh, is it an app? Do you use an app for the audiobooks or what do you use? Yeah, app. I, I don't use app. Uh, I use Audible. Audible, oh, okay. Ah, yeah. I see. And I, uh, what do you usually do when you're listening to a book? Is it passive, like when you're doing something or is it active listening? Uh, generally, you know, I, I do this when I'm walking in the park mm -hmm. or, uh, when I'm driving alone. Mm -hmm. So I use that time, you know, for, for listening to these books. Okay. So you also walk in the park that for, in your free time. Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, <laughs> that's, that is really needed for rejuvenation. <laughs> Okay. Uh, what else? Is that all? That's all about you not doing any anything fancy. And nothing fancy. <laughs> okay. It's, yeah, nothing fancy. Um, yeah, I, I like um, I like um, martial arts. I used to do it, but uh, now Sorry? I have stopped it. Martial arts. Ah. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Uh, yeah, I used to, um, I was a student when, a student of martial arts when I was doing my PhD. So, mm -hmm. so, but after, you know, when I started writing research uh, thesis and, you know, a lot of workload increased, so I had to stop that. Mm -hmm. But since then I could not pick it up. So, but yeah, I, I enjoy that too. Also, okay. yoga. Yoga is another thing uh, mm -hmm. that that what fascinates me. Mm. Um, That's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, sorry, we have to go back a little. There's something you've mentioned about uh, your PhD work. Do you, are you do you feel like you're excited enough to talk about just in brief what you are working on? Or any other work that you'd like to talk about that excites you? Yeah, I mean, I can talk briefly about my PhD work. Okay. How was it and um, how it was exciting. Hmm. So my PhD work was, um, the project was identifying and discovering new drugs. No, I'm talking in uh, layman's language because yes. we do not call drugs uh, when those are in the discovery phase. We call those <laughs> as molecules, right? Yes. <laughs> but I'm just like, you know, I'm simplifying it. 
So okay. for those who are from the listening, those who are listening from the scientific field, please do not. They should uh, crucify uh, you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> mistake it like what I'm saying. So I'm just simplifying it. Hmm. Um, when when my my project was to identify a novel drug uh, for cancer treatment hmm. and to identification this process whole drug discovery and development it takes almost like 10 15 years hmm. it can and so my my research area was focused at the beginning mm-hmm. okay. when when chemist prepares some some drug based on you know the structure put the structure together uh, synthesizes the drug then whether that drug is really effective or not Mm. and if it is effective how it is working Mm. what are the different mechanisms Mm. molecular mechanisms Mm. and so that was my crux of my research so i i use different um, cell lines so cell lines that means for those who do not understand the cell lines it is a a lab in the laboratory in a petri dish we culture the cells which were isolated previously from patients and which has been growing in the labs for years and years so we use those cells cancer cells real cancer cells human cancer cells and then treat those cells with the drug and see what is the impact of the drug on those uh, cancer cells mm-hmm. in the petri dish mm-hmm. we saw we see those cancer cells under the microscope and there are different kinds of microscopes to see different structures within the cells what exactly happening and then we see if the cancer cells are dying or they, they just stop uh, dividing or they stopped uh, moving uh, moving from one place to another because metastasis that is migration of cancer cells from one place uh, one organ to another organ in the body that is that is a big a big challenge you know uh, most of the patients they it's very difficult the cancer uh, most when the cancer is metastasizing, that mm. time it is very difficult to treat the cancer mm. because it is moving in, di- in a, it is migrating to different organs. It is not located to in one organ now, right? Yeah. So then we see whether uh, our drug, what is what is the impact of the drug, and if it is causing the cell death or uh, inhibits the cell growth, then how exactly it is doing at the molecular level. Mm-hmm. We want to understand it because then only we'll be able to pinpoint the mechanism and then see if it is going to work in humans and what are going to be the side effects and you know mm-hmm. all other stuff. So my then I look into the different cell lines. We, we call cell lines. That means like different cancer. The cells derived from the different human cancers. In which cell lines or cancers mm-hmm. this drug will be potentially effective. Mm-hmm. And then we identified some of the uh, cancers where, you know, probably this drug, drug might work. And then we selected those cell lines and looked into the, the molecular mechanisms. And we, we finally, we found, found that, okay, this, these are the certain uh, mechanisms through which our drug is acting. And uh, then we, we published that work. So that was my, in, in nutshell, my, my project. PhD, PhD research and I'm very excited always always excited to talk about that 
Okay. Uh, I just gave you a chance to be a nerd. <laughs> to talk about nerdy stuff. All right. So uh, is there anything that you'd like to add that I haven't asked and you want to put it out there? Uh, nothing more, uh, Sarah. It's um, if I just want to uh, convey to my, if there are any students who are listening to your uh, podcast, mm. I'll say like, if you are passionate about science, mm. it's, a, it's a really exciting career. It's not just like a you know, passion, which you, intellectual passion, but you can really make an impact on people's life. Not only people's life, but animal health, human health, this health of this earth, mm. everything can be impacted positively if you are passionate about science. And if you're passionate, go about it. Go for it. No, I mean, it's uh, there, there are careers, there, there are opportunities. Seek for it. Okay, thanks for saying that. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel after having this conversation? Very nice. Uh, I had to actually recollect uh, some of the stuff which was, you know, back of my mind. Mm. And uh, yeah, thank you for that. It is kind of nostalgic, nostalgic also. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, nice to hear you. that. Okay, thanks for coming to this podcast. My pleasure. Thanks for inviting me.